0: This is the list of NBA players that every fantasy manager needs to know about. Here are the waiver wire targets you need to pay attention to for week 13 of the NBA fantasy season. Daniel Gafford. Yes, I know we spoke about him last week, but yo, it's wild out here in these fantasy streets. Your man is only rostered in 38% of Yahoo leagues. He's only rostered in eight. 74.5% Point five percent of ESPN leagues. Like, what are we doing with our lives, guys? We have to pick up Dan Gaff. Listen, he's shooting at 74.7% right now. 74.7 from the field. The record for a single season is 74.2. He's on track to break that record, y'all. If he is available on your waiver wire Pick this man up in the last seven days. He's averaged 27.3 minutes per game, so he's getting tons of opportunity 14.3 points per game and 8.3 rebounds. Grab yourself some Dan Gafford from the OKC Thunder, Jalen Williams. This is a guy that I picked up in a bunch of my leagues, and I know he's kind of been building up to this with Poku out. It really helps him and gives him a lot of um, opportunity in terms of getting some playing time. But also, we really want to pay attention to the fact that OKC has been, like, notorious for tanking down the stretch. So SGA, Giddy. Last year, they sat a lot of games for mysterious injuries. Not saying that they weren't injured, but come on, guys. We know what's happening when people are trying to tank. However, a player like Jalen Williams... People weren't really expecting that. And I think the coaching staff might actually give him some run down the line. So he might be a rest of season hold if he can continue to to put up some numbers when SGA and Giddy are on the floor. Because if they get rested down the stretch and he's that guy, he could be the difference maker that gets you over the top. For your nba fantasy championship over the last seven days he's played 30.8 minutes per game he's averaged 15 points per game 4.3 rebounds 3.5 assists and check this out 3.3 steals per game if he's available on your waiver wire grab yourself some jalen williams next up from the new orleans pelicans Larry Nance Jr. Larry Nance has been banged up. So a bunch of people dropped him in fantasy basketball. He might be available on your waiver wire right now. He did come back recently, didn't have the best game, but that's okay. Zion is going to be out for a while. And even if you have to stomach him being a little banged up for the next couple of games until he's clear to really play, it would be worth your while. I would consider grabbing Larry Nance Jr. if he's available. Now, I want to talk about a trio of Utah Jazz players who have been dropped in far too many leagues. First up, let's talk about Jared Vanderbilt. He's actually rostered in 33% of ESPN leagues. People in Yahoo kind of know what they're doing. They have him uh, rostered in 71% of their leagues. But if he's been dropped, you want to consider picking him up. Walker Kessler. Yes, Walker Kessler has been dropped in so many leagues. He's rostered in 56% of Yahoo leagues, 11.8% of ESPN leagues. Come on, guys. What are we doing? Over the last seven days, he has averaged 21.3 minutes per game, so he's getting an opportunity, 6.3 points, which is not too crazy, but 7.7 rebounds, and get this, two blocks per game. Walker Kessler is a go for category leagues because he's going to help you in the block category. And even for points leagues, I think he's worth an ad. And the last Jazz player, Kelly Olynyk, is just being rostered in 36.8% of ESPN leagues. We have to play this man. Over the last seven days, he has averaged 27.3 minutes per game, 7 points per game, 4.7 rebounds, 4.7 assists and two steals per game. Grab yourself some Kelly Olenek. And another player I talked about last week was Alec Burks. Listen, Alec Burks is not a sexy fantasy name. I get that. However, the Detroit Pistons, I believe, are looking to move him. So he's going to get playing time. Someone asked me recently, uh, because Killian Hayes is back, Does that decrease his value? I don't think so. I think that the Detroit Pistons are going to try to get him on the floor to show that he has some value so they can use him in a trade. So for the short term, if you're holding Alec Burks, I would hold and see how it goes. If you don't have him and he's available, give it a shot and see if he can get you some value over the next couple of weeks. By the way, I'm Robin Marks. You can connect with me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Game Pick Podcast. If you love fantasy sports, please consider subscribing and hit the bell to turn on notifications so you don't miss any of these fantasy gems. We release new episodes every single week. Next up, we're going to go over our buy lows and our sell highs. First up, by Lowe's. Tyrese Maxey. It was just announced that Tyrese Maxey is going to be coming off the bench. What does this mean? You have owners out there. You have fantasy managers who are panicking right now. They're like, oh, my God, I waited all of this time, and Tyrese is coming back, but he's coming off the bench. Ah, This is your opportunity to take advantage. Send some offers out there and see if you could get him back on your team for a discount. When they start to ramp him up, I guarantee you it'll be worth it. You're wow. The next Bilo low candidate is Jalen Brunson from the New York Knicks. Y'all know how I feel about the Knicks. Getting a little sick to my stomach, a little bit of throw up in my mouth. But any way you look at it, I think Jalen Brunson is a solid fantasy basketball asset. And he's been a little banged up. And people are, like, worried about him. This is your opportunity to send some offers over there and see if you can bring them back at a discounted price tag. The next by-low candidate is a player that's been banged up for a while, finally made their return, and also they have one of the best nicknames in the NBA. Yes, we're talking about Robert Williams, the Time Lord. Listen, if you're holding Robert Williams right now, be patient. If there's someone in your league who's panicking, who's worried, who is expecting super, super high production early on in the return... This is your opportunity to buy low. Listen, Robert Williams might not perform right now, but come fantasy playoff time, when it counts, when it matters, If he's healthy, he could lead you to a fantasy championship and that league prize money. The fantasy buy-low window for Desmond Bain is closing as we speak. He was banged up for a number of weeks. So it's going to take him some time to kind of get ramped up. He did have one really good game. On January 4th at Charlotte, he had 19 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists, and 1 steal. But he's been a little inconsistent since he returned. What I would do is wait until he has another dud game, when he flops, and see if you can bring him back at a discounted price. I got a couple of injury buy-lows for you. First up, Zion Williamson. If you can send some offers out to bring Zion back to your team, especially if you're in a good position, you're winning, it looks like you're going to make the playoffs, you're undefeated, whatever it is, please see if you can bring Zion Back to your squad he could lead you to that championship the next injury by low is carl anthony towns like i've been saying for the last few weeks you got to take advantage of this moment the person who has him and has a really bad record they might give him to you for table scraps see if you can get cat on your team that window for the buy low is closing fast before we talk about nba fantasy sell highs i want to take a quick second to talk about Owner's Box. Yes, they are an official sponsor of the Game Pick Podcast, and we want to highlight their new one-of-a-kind fantasy sports format lightning lineups. All you have to do is spin, pick, and win. Sign up right now and use the promo code Podcast. Owner's Box will match your first deposit up to $500. This is one of the largest deposit matches in the industry. Don't miss out. To sign up, just download the Owner's Box app on Android or iOS. And don't forget, use the promo code GAMEPICKPODCAST. NBA fantasy sell-high players, Bojan Bogdanovich. Bojan has been going off, y'all. Cade Cunningham has been out. But even when Cade was on the floor, he had tons of value. He's averaging 21 points per game on the season. But over the last seven days, he's averaged twenty four point eight points per game and the reason he's getting so much burn y'all is because they are trying to move him it's been a lot of talk on the internet about him getting traded to another team so like i said earlier when people are trying to move an asset they want to make sure they're putting him on the floor so the other teams can see him playing so just know that this value has an expiration date we just don't know when it is but we know that it won't last After the trade deadline, the next NBA sell high is one half of the world renowned Splash Brothers, none other than Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is getting tons of opportunity with Steph Curry injured. He's averaging 40 minutes per game over the last seven days. He's also averaging 42 points, crazy, five rebounds, three assists, and one block, which can help out in category leagues. Listen, I don't think this is going to last when Steph returns. And honestly, I don't even believe in Klay Thompson for fantasy at this point in his career. So if you could bring back some value, maybe target someone like Desmond Bain, for example, maybe even Carl Anthony Towns throwing another piece. This is an opportunity for you to get some return on your investment when you drafted Klay Thompson. Nick Claxton from the Brooklyn Nets. I drafted Nick Claxton. I was on the hilltop all preseason. Yo, you got to pick this guy up. And he has been performing. He's actually number two in the NBA for blocks. Over the last seven days, he's averaged 29.3 minutes, tons of opportunity, 11 points, 6.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, 0.8 steals, and 4.3 blocks, which is insane. It makes sense that that might Be able to hold up because on the season, he's averaging 2.6 blocks. Listen, will he average 4.3 for the whole season? I don't think so. But he's going to have certain runs and certain spikes. What you want to do is see if you can turn that into a joker, turn that into a Luka. If you package like Klay Thompson and Nick Claxton and bring home somebody like Trey Young on that level, Jason Tatum, I think it's a good trade so see what you can do Nick Claxton as much as I love him love him and would hate to lose him is definitely a sell high at this moment DeMontes Sabonis he's been going off all season yes he's been he's like a double double machine he's actually ranked 14th in points leagues according to Hashtag Basketball and ranked 19th for category leagues according to Basketball Monster. What does that mean? I think if you could flip him into a first-round player or even an early second-round player, I think you're doing yourself some justice. I wouldn't get married to Sabonis. I don't know what the future is going to hold for him at Sacra- in Sacramento this season. However, if I could bring home a first-round guy for him, I would press the button quick, fast, in a hurry. My next sell high is Jaron Jackson Jr., another guy that I was on a hilltop to tell you guys to draft him when we had the fantasy offseason. Many people skipped on him and he dropped all the way down because he was injured. And that's something in drafts that you want to do is pay attention to who's injured, what their timetable is, and if it could benefit your team big picture-wise. Listen to this. Jaron Jackson Jr. is averaging three 0.1 blocks per game on the season, which is insane. He's ranked 13th for Yahoo General Rankings. He's ranked 18th for category leagues on Basketball Monster. And it's worth noting for my points league people, he's only ranked 41, which is still pretty good, right? However, for category leagues, especially, if you can move him to bring back some value, I would pull the trigger sell high on Jaron Jackson Jr. My next sell high candidate. None other than the king from the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James. Listen, everyone knows LeBron James is chasing history right now, and he's pushing. He had back-to-back 40-point games. Like, your man is going off, and we've never seen anything like this in NBA history. So just as a basketball fan, it is amazing to witness what he's done. However... As a fantasy sports guy, as a fantasy sports nerd, come on, man. This, this is not real, guys. Your man is going to assess this the landscape of the season once he achieves that milestone. Once we get the record, we're going to decide, are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? Are we going to compete? If they are not contending, mark my words, they will rest LeBron James, because they're thinking about his longevity for the future, not just this season. So if the season is a bust, trust that he will be resting. The next two NBA fantasy sell highs are a dynamic duo who actually never played basketball. Yes, I'm talking about Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Now, listen, it would not be a game pick podcast if I didn't talk about. Kawhi Leonard if I didn't rant about Kawhi Leonard. But you know what the the scary thing is? Is that he's rubbing off on Paul George. Paul George is missing games for like crazy reasons like rest and like my fingernail like all kinds of stuff. Listen, I get it. Kawhi Leonard is a generational talent. He is like on both sides of the ball one of the most amazing players that we've seen in the last decade. But he don't play, y'all, and it's a mystery. And you know what the biggest thing is? That these guys cannot develop any chemistry. They have all of the talent in the world, but they're not putting in the reps. They're not putting in the time to get better and to and, and, and give them the opportunity to create a cohesive unit. And for fantasy? Come on, man. If these guys play a couple of games in a row, sell high Move them along. See what you can get. Because I promise you this, if they make in the playoffs, the closer it gets to the fantasy playoffs, you're going to see more and more of these habitual, chronic, resting acts. I'm selling high on both Kawhi Leonard and PG-13. Next up is the Discord Q&A. When we answer questions from you, the fantasy nerds from the Game Pick discord first question is from pg underscore Liddy. he says what should i do with jimmy butler should i trade or hold you must be new to the community dog, because because everybody else know where i stand on this Just very similar to Kawhi leonard it wouldn't be a game pick podcast episode if i didn't rant a little bit about jimmy butler people kill me with drafting jimmy butler We draft him, and every year he gets a little lower, but as he gets lower, his value continues to decrease like in, in fantasy time. Yo, should you trade or should you hold? Yes, you should trade quick, fast, in a hurry. Now listen, I wouldn't sell him for peanuts because A, he has name value, and also he still is a bit streaky. He has big games. What I would do is wait until he has... A run of maybe three games in a row without any resting or any injuries and then move and then move him don't don't just trade him away for peanuts right now be strategic wait until he has a consistent run and then move him because you want jimmy butler to be someone else's headache because i i don't want him to be mine the next question is from varks he says would you recommend doing a trade of Booker and Bain for Curry in an eight-man points league, considering that Booker is out for three more weeks and Curry might come back on Friday against the Spurs? So the timetables I'm not so sure on. I- I'd have to look and see. But if that, in fact, is accurate and it is an eight-man league, I'm not mad at that trade because I always like to trade up. Like That's my philosophy. It's like I would rather build a really top-heavy team and just be able to stream, especially when we're talking about like anything lower than a 12-man league. Once you get into a 14-man league, 16, 18s, and 20s, it's a little different, right? Like You trying to sh- have a top-heavy, give, give me like Luka and the Joker and then I stream, you're going to lose, right? But when you're talking 12 and under, 12-man, 8-man, 10-man, you know, 8-man the works, I think that's an opportunity for you in this league to trade up. So I think it is pricey. Booker and Bain is a lot to pay for Curry. However, the fact that Booker's going to be out for a little bit, Bain is still trying to get his legs under him, and you're getting a solidified first-round guy on the return, I'm not mad at that deal at all. Pull the trigger. The next question is from Teddy. Teddy says, do you play Roto Leagues? And the answer is yes, I have played roto leagues. I'm not in a roto league this year just because the platform is growing, the game pick platform is growing, and I just don't have time, y'all. Like, I'm telling you, y'all. Yo, like, I, I'm I'm getting a headache thinking about the amount of leagues that I'm in. But I have played roto leagues, and it's important for me maybe next season to get back in one because I want to be able to offer that insight. So I am in um, some category leagues and points leagues, but this season not in Roto Leagues. I'm looking forward to joining one um, next season. If you guys have a Roto League and you want to invite me, please drop a comment below. Rico wants to know, should we hold on to Devin Vassell? I'm going to say no. By the time he comes back, they're going to have to ramp him up. He's probably going to miss back-to-backs, and you're going to be in the middle of the fantasy playoffs. Now, if you have an IR spot to spare, I think he's a good stash because you don't know what can happen. However, big picture wise, for most leagues, I don't think Devin Vassell is a hold. The next question is from my man David Vega. He wants to know: Do you think Nick Claxton can maintain this production? Nick Claxton is going off this season, Dave, and I would say that his blocks are probably the the, the tastiest thing that he brings to the to the table. However, right now he's averaging over four blocks in the last seven days. I don't think he can maintain that level of production. However, the two plus blocks a game that he's averaging on the season, I do think he can maintain that production. So if you have him, it's really two options. Either you ride it out and see if he can win you a chip or you sell high on Nick Claxton. If you need help with your fantasy team, please drop a comment with your question. I will respond to every single comment on this video. Also, you have to join our private Discord server. If you're new to fantasy and you need advice, we have an awesome community of fantasy fanatics who want to support you. To join, all you have to do is hit the link in the description of this episode. And yes, bang on that subscribe button, hit us with a thiggity thumbs up, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget, play the waivers, set your lineups, and follow Game Pick, you frickin' fantasy nerds. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite-only.